Hello, and welcome to another week of our Beautifully Broken podcast, where my mom, Sharon Sharon Ingram, and I are breaking down our new book, Surviving Widowhood. You can find it at Redemption Press um, and anywhere the books are sold, basically. But uh, we have an ebook as well that you can download to your Kindle, and the hard copy is now out, right, Mom? It's soon to be out. By the time this episode drops. It could be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it's going to be. So exciting. Able to find this. To be able to offer as gifts. People might want to give the hardcover. Originally, when we had this book idea, it was a a hard copy that we we envisioned that people could take. Because... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, you know, what do you give a widow? Well, flowers, you know, but those remind me of the funeral. And then there's casseroles, which are much appreciated. Absolutely. I'm I'm always down for a good casserole. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, still, I know it's been don't want to cook when you're I know it's been 6 years, but if you want to hit me up yeah. with a casserole, I'll Absolutely. take it. Anyways, <laughs> Um, so, and I got, you know, some weird things too. I got some, um, the grave glitter, which I thought was interesting, although I did use it. We, we put Greggy in the ocean, uh, his ashes, we, we put them in Hawaii, um, which I love the ocean. We we talked about my ship when we were talking about shipwrecked, how much I love the ocean, like weirdly love it. But now every time I go to an ocean, doesn't matter where in the world, I always think I could be close to him. So it means something so special to me. So, um, but anyways, the glitter is in the ocean as well. And if you are like a, you know, conservationist, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to mess up the ocean, but he would have loved it. Yes. He would have gotten he a kick out of mm-hmm. having grave glitter. Right. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> I had to do it. Um, but anyways, we, we wanted this hard copy book, this hardcover book to be able to give as a gift. Right. What do you give somebody whose husband just died? Right. Well, you know, how about some encouraging Words, words that there of is, hope. You may not feel like there's um, a future, but mm-hmm. there is, and God is faithful. Yeah, He really does help us. But those first months and year or more, <laughs> you know, you just lean in. Well, I mean, we say Day first time. M- months and year. You're what two, two and, and a half. half? I'm six, and it's it's still hard. Let's just you be know, real. I just had um. Wave flood over me Sunday. Yeah. And I thought, what on earth? I had a great time seeing a lot of people. Uh, but when I got in my car to drive home. Mm-hmm. Oh, after tears. the Super Bowl game? No, it was before. Oh, before. It was after was, church. Yeah, well, church. Maybe it <laughs> and was church. I just missed my sweetheart, you know? Yeah. So we would always... Yak, 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 all the way home, talking about, you know, what we right. heard and who we'd seen and everything. So, yeah, I thought, Lord, what is this? I well, and it home. could be, too, I mean, going to an event, 
later on was we were all at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. My brother does a Super Bowl party. You know that you're missing right. your person. Your person won't be there. Right. And that's hard. It that's is. always hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah. So you sometimes don't know when it's going to hit you. It mm-hmm. can be when a happy occasion and then just bang because you do miss your person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyways, we're excited that the hard copy yeah. is coming out. Mm-hmm. The hardcover copy is coming out. Mm-hmm. And we really intended it for it to be a gift book. So I think the design of the book is beautiful. Um, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, we love the color. Right. Um, and we knew giving this book to a, a widow, it may not be picked up for the first while because it's hard. It's right. very hard. Mm-hmm. And there's something about scripture that is so tender that on your rawness sometimes can feel like, oh my goodness, but mm-hmm. it's also healing. Right. So we try to design it in a way that would aesthetically be appealing to a widow to have just even sitting next to her mm-hmm. on her bedside right. table right. that when she's ready, she would pick right. it up and read it. So anyways, we're excited. Hopefully um, you have widows in your life that could use this book. That's what we're praying for. And listen, we have been getting people that reach out to us um, through Instagram or Facebook. You can email me at lori.beautifullybroken at gmail.com. And if you are a widow and and you are struggling, just reach out to us because we're making a list. Even today, we took a walk this morning. We did. Mm -hmm. And... um, we ran into somebody who has a friend right. that's a widow. Right. And so now her name is added to our list. So please yeah. feel free to to leave your name with us and we will pray for you. Absolutely. Because prayers do work. I mean, Prayer is powerful. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I think I've stalled long enough. Um, you know, there are those topics that are sometimes hard to talk about. And for me, this devotional was really really tough to write. And it's on grief. And last week we were podcasting. We were going to podcast some more. And I'm, <laughs> I got to this one. And I'm like, you know what? I'm tired. I want to do it. And I had um, some revisions writing it that I had to do. And oh my goodness, it it's just one of those things. It's one of those topics that, that it's just tender. It's just raw. Um, in Psalms 25, 5, it says, Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God, my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. And for me, the hope of God as my Savior is something that I just cling to. The fact that I can have hope all day long. So a few years back, I was scrolling through some Instagram posts about grief when I came upon this this sculpture called Melancholy, or Melancholy. <laughs> I we're not linguists in this family. It's by the artist Albert Goyorgi, and I'm sure I'm mispronouncing his name, who is from 
Geneva. And instantly, the minute that I saw the statue, I was moved by it. I mean, you can just tell this person, whoever created this sculpture, has had grief in his life. And clearly, I mean, the name Melancholy, we can tell that that there's been something that's happened to this sculpture. Um, but it's a solitary man sitting on a bench and his head is bowed and his shoulders are slumped. And the posture is immediately communicating that there's been pain and defeat in his life. The face is nondescript. There's like no face on the head, um, which is typical, I guess, of Geneva sculptures. I had to look this up because the sculpture like (laughs) really spoke to me. But what drew me to this particular piece was that (laughs) in this sad, defeated man, there was no core to him. I encourage you, if you've never seen this sculpture, go and look it up. Um, It's in this beautiful park in Geneva. And in the center of this man, it's hollowed out. It's you can see right through him. There's nothing there. And so it's like this beautiful background of the Geneva hillside. Um, And then there's this desolate man sitting on this bench. And I immediately connected with this man because he represented how I felt. Like I was, was still physically there, but my heart, my core, my center was gone. I just felt hollowed out, empty, defeated, you know, like how do you move on without a core? After my husband Greg died, my heart hurt. Yeah, my metaphorical heart hurt, but my actual heart that beats inside my chest, it it hurt. I talked to my doctor and she did an EKG and she's like, well, you know, everything looks good. And I'm like, no, but seriously, it hurts. I can feel it. So she sent me to a cardiologist who had me run a whole bunch of tests and wear this monitor for a few days. And then I had um, to come back and do a stress test and all these things. And bottom line is my heart is fine. My physical heart is fine, but I do have a broken heart. And isn't it interesting how your brokenness can lead to physical traits, right? Maybe it was just all in my head that my heart hurt, my heart, there's there's something wrong with my heart. When there's literally nothing wrong with my heart, I have a broken heart. And the crazy thing is, um, I've heard from other widows that this is common, that widows tend to think that they're having heart attacks or that, that, you know, there's, there's something wrong with their heart when really it's just broken. Now I'm not trying to be a doctor and tell you if you are having heart issues, you shouldn't do anything about it. Absolutely get it checked out. But if your heart hurts, there is a real reason you could have a broken heart. I felt like... <laughs> That Edgar Allan Poe, you know, where he hears the telltale heart, the heart beating underneath the floorboards. It's like, it was always with me. It's a constant reminder that there's something wrong. 
that the, my soul had a giant gaping hole and my heart hurt. Over the years, and I've told you it's been six years, I found that the ache is still there. But I know that trusting God has lessened this giant hole in my heart. In Psalms 25.5, what I read to you earlier, I love when it says, my hope is in you all day long. And when I constantly ask and allow God to guide and teach and heal the aching of my heart, it, it lessens. And I remember that He is the source of hope and life. I'm able to breathe better and, and live more joyfully and, and freely. And truly, I do have joy. I have so much to be grateful for. The blessings in my life that God has bestowed on me are abundant. And I do have joy, even though my heart is broken. And it's, I think without God, it's really hard to, to find that. But with God, it's possible. The hole that is in your heart that your husband left behind, I know it's deep, but God sees it and he wants to fill it. Let's pray. God, thank you for seeing our broken hearts. We pray that you would fill it with your hope, with your joy, with your peace. Help us to be an example of what it looks like to live with a broken heart and still have hope and joy. We pray these things in your name. Amen. All right. What do you think about grief? It's, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And you went with me to my cardiologist. I did go with you. I know. <laughs> she was very sweet and understanding. Yeah. And uh, probably I was not the first widow who had been in her office. Probably not. When we lose our mates, there can definitely be physical issues that we we feel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it may be the heart. It may be something else, you know. Um, where we just feel this pain mm-hmm. in our well, bodies. We, I think mm-hmm. when we think about being a widow, we know it's going to affect us mentally and emotionally, but it can also affect us spiritually, physically, I mean, all the ways possible. So many ways. Yes, because even, like you said, uh, spiritually, I mean, you and I have walked with the Lord a long time. We've served uh, alongside our minister husbands for years and yet it was just I was just carried I know the Lord was carrying me but it was hard I didn't I couldn't dig deep into my scripture I just needed to allow really the Lord to just cover me Mm -hmm. with his presence and he carries us I think at that point because he knows we're hurting we really can't concentrate Um, prayer is difficult for long prayer, it just helped me, Jesus. Mm. Oh, my goodness. I'm so thankful for that prayer. Help me, Jesus, because he does. Well, I think when I looked at that sculpture, I I thought, that's exactly how I'm feeling. Like, how, how do I get up off my bench mm-hmm. when half of me is missing? Mm-hmm. And And I think that... The scripture in Psalms, you know, 
God is our hope. So I would just talk to myself like you, you will be okay. You will make it through the, today. I know your heart physically hurts. You got it checked out. You're going to be okay. You, you have anxiety. You have worry. You have fear. All these things are natural, but God is your hope. You can trust him. And it's like, you know, when you're grabbing onto something so tight and you have to like peel your fingers back one at a time, but you can do it. Right. But you know, there is a time to sit on the bench. Yeah. And it's okay. It's a part of the healing. And we need that. We don't need to be up moving, doing everything that we did um, for a while. So, you know, don't um, be give yourself grace and don't say, I should be farther along. Oh, my goodness, yes. Uh, give yourself time. I'm embarrassed to say how, how many years I spent in bed. <laughs> well, I mean, it's so hard. It's hard. But, you know, um, I mean, my encouragement is just be comfortable there. Let Jesus just flow over you. Um, he will. He'll guide you. He'll teach you. It's what the scripture says. Uh, he is your God. He is our hope. And it's a living hope. Mm. And I'm so grateful for that. So there is that time. And we just need to say yes, the very beginning. Give yourself time to grieve mm. and to sit on that bench. Okay, so at the end of each devotional, we have a place for journaling. We believe in journaling. It's important. It's important to write down where you are today because you're not going to be there tomorrow. Right. And you won't be there six months from now. And you definitely won't be there a year from now. Mm -hmm. And it's always nice to look back and see you have made progress. Mm -hmm. So here's your homework assignment. Go and look up the statue, Melancholy, um, and physically look at this sculpture and see if it resonates with you. Do you feel like there is a hole missing from the core of your life? Does it keep you in an anxious state constantly? Write down how you are feeling. And then at the end of all your anxiety and your worries, I want you to write part of Psalms 25.5, the part that says, my hope is in you all day long. And then what I want you to do is to pray those words back to Jesus, asking him to be your hope all through the day. Mm -hmm. And then you have a date to say, okay, this is the date that I asked God to put hope in my life. You can go back and see where are the places where you feel like you've had hope, mm -hmm. that you feel less anxious, that you were able to pry your hands off the fear that keeps you up at night. Um, I think it's important to write it down. So... Thanks for joining us this week. You can find our book, Surviving Widowhood, at our publishing house, Redemption Press. And anywhere books are sold, um, you can find this podcast on anywhere that there's podcasts. You might have to look it up through my name, Lori Rollinger. Um, reach out to us on Instagram, on Facebook, and let us know, are you a widow? How can we pray for you? And please leave us a comment there 
Uh, Also, leave us a review and a rating for the podcast and the book. That would be hugely helpful. We would super appreciate it. And think about getting that hardcover for um, a new widow that's in need. And we will talk to you all next week when my mom discusses change. Mm, It's going to be good. All right. See you there. (laughs) Bye. Bye.